Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Patriot Podcast. I am glad you're here. I'm Michael Gaines, and uh, I am joined today uh, by uh, Covenant Academy's head of school, Leslie Collins. Leslie, good to see you. Good to see you, Michael. And uh, we also have Lynn White, who's the director of instruction. So Lynn, good to see you this morning. Good to see you, Michael. Thanks. So uh, normally we would have today's uh, episode, um, we, we'd be sitting in Leslie's office, and uh, it would actually be a, an early Saturday morning, uh, but uh, this is actually a, a, a little off cycle, and obviously it's because of all the events that are, that are going on. So um, what you'll, you'll hear today is a, a conversation uh, with uh, uh, Leslie and, and Lynn, and and we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics, but uh, we're, we're actually sitting in a conference room right now observing social distancing. So uh, we ha- have several feet uh, in between us, and you'll, you'll hear some comings and goings in the background as students come to pick up uh, some of their books and, and materials. Uh, but uh, but what, what we really are ultimately uh, looking forward to is giving um, the Covenant community some some resources, things to think about, things to to pray about, um, but also some uh, 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 tools to to use as we look towards this somewhat of a, a new normal, I guess, as as you could call it, maybe Leslie, right? So so really trying to to give our community uh, uh, a, a way to stay connected through the podcast and and through other means. So. Um, you know, we are in a period that that when you listen to any type of news or or updates, the the often uh, expressed phrase you will hear is uh, uh, we're at unprecedented times. You know, there's no no precedent that's been set before, and uh, and really uh, a lot of that stems from uh, some some things that are forcing us to. Uh, really adapt and to change the way that we live uh, and that we go about our our day to day activities. Uh, that we're in a in a different type of space, and so because of that, we have to really employ a lot of a lot of patience, um, a lot of of grace and understanding with each other. Uh, because really, this is when you look at it, it's more of a new adventure. It's an adventure is is I think a a great way of of thinking about it. And so, so why, why we're doing that is, is, is because we have the, the choice, the opportunity of, of looking at this circumstance um, in several ways. But, but I think that it is uh, encouraging and, and I think a, a really great opportunity for us as a community and as families to, to really look at it that way. Um, and so we are uh, going to be talking today in, 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 Kind of under the umbrella of really asking God to, to really be gracious to us, to pour out His grace on us as as we make this transition as a community. So uh, to to maybe start out, Leslie uh, wanted to see if you could maybe help us understand, you know, what are what are some of the things that that you're you're thinking about uh, in light of our our community overall in Covenant. You know, what are the 
the the ideas. I know you've you've talked about about stories and and things of that nature. What what's kind of on your on your mind as we kind of start today's conversation? Great question. So let's let's think about this podcast as the opportunity for us to bring back our courtyard, which we all love. Mm, and that, yeah. that is a, a way in which we gather together and see one another and wave across the the courtyard and and realize, oh yeah, those are those are my covenant people. And in the mornings at our school, we have two morning assemblies wherein we read scripture and pray and sing our hymn of the month together. We can't do that. And, and we have announcements that we'll make and ways that we stay in touch and really feel connected. And we simply can't do that right now, but we don't want to lose that. So we'd love for this platform of the podcast to be a, a close approximation to that. We can't um, have daily podcasts, but we want to send these out much more frequently. First and foremost on the minds of every parent is what what is this going to look like? We are all required nationally, in fact, um, around the world, people are homeschooling as a need to respond to the COVID-19 uh, situation in a way that's going to bring health um, to the people we love most. Um, our, our older parents and the compromised um, folks in our community, um, we don't want any of those to be compromised because we're meeting together. And so uh, we're responding in this way, and, and by God's grace, we live in a time where we have more modern technology. I'm just so thankful mm -hmm. for the ways that we actually can still be connected while we're all isolated, and that's a gift. Mm -hmm. And and I, I'm just amazed at what we can do that um, when I was bringing up little bitties, uh, we couldn't do those things. Yeah. And so what a gift that we can do them now. And thank you, Lord, that you have arranged um, providentially uh, these abilities and capacities within our culture so that as we are adapting, we are able to utilize them in ways that are really productive. Um, but in the midst of having all this modern technology, uh, we need to remember in, the, in this classical school that we're in, uh, we, we are not, I don't want the parents to think, so what, what are, how are we going to do this? Classical education and modern technology, they don't seem to go together. Well, they, there are a lot of inconsistencies with that. So we want to make sure that we're clear about that. So modern, the use of modern technology is not ideal in the classical sense, because the classical tradition is is what we refer to as a very humane tradition. It's one about human contact. It's about human stories. It's about uh, skills that we are imparting through daily practice and through routines and habits. And those are all part of, of what we're doing. We want to, though, get through this time with as close approximation as we can. So we are not going to be shifting our vision, shifting what we're doing. We're not going to be lowering our standard in how classical we are, nor how Christian we are. We're just going to be using this medium to bring up those things about in a different way. And it's going to take all of us um, leaning into this. So our, our teams have a motto. And um, when we meet, and we've been meeting through Zoom uh, regularly, daily, uh, and and to to confirm, we are all in and we're leaning in. So when we had the Harvey experience, we had a motto: all all together, leaning in and moving on. It was um, the Alamo was our acronym because we were staying in the Alamo when we're not there. We didn't see each other. Uh, we used to see each other every day when we were at the Alamo, and we would say this regularly: we're all together, leaning in and moving on. But now we're all in. And we're leaning in. So we're putting 
everything we have into this. We're going to get through this, but we're going to lean in. How do you push a really heavy object? You lean in. You give it all you've got and you lean in and you push and you lean into it. If you lean back, it's going to fall on you. So none of us are leaning back. We are all in and we're leaning in. So, uh, But this use of modern technology does not mean we're changing our methodology. We are primarily about stories and skills. The classical way of educating has always centered around that. So Believe it or not, history is a story. Every day that we ch- we read a new chapter, we're just telling another part of the story. Math is a story. Math is a language, and, and we're developing their ability to speak that language through the skills that we give. And so the new chapter in math is developing those skills. It's, it's stories and skills. Science is a story, the story of, of discovery. And, and the skills that we impart in the higher level of sciences, those are things that we layer upon layer upon layer. It's not just, okay, how are we going to do this? I guess we use a lot of demo videos. No, not necessarily. And the teachers are thinking so creatively. The teachers who are the most creative are the most capable of adapting. And that's why Covenant is in a good place because we have fantastically creative teachers. They are going to adapt to this situation really well. So uh, we want everyone to know that as we utilize technology in greater measure in this new setting, um, we're not changing that. Uh, We're not compromising. And I think that families are going to be excited about uh, what that looks like. Right. So, and and I I agree. I mean, even just, you know, Thinking of, of you know, in, in my workplace, uh, to your point, it, it is great that we have the technology to be able to help us, you know, continue to connect with each other and to be productive and to, uh, you know, continue to to maintain those those levels of communication. Um, you know, one of the considerations I have, both as a, maybe a professional but also as a parent, is thinking about the the amount of screen time. Right, so we're all inside, and and uh, and the the kids. Yeah, I mean, there are some times that they they want to utilize, um, you know, some of those, those screens, but how do we sort of think about that? And so I'm, I'm kind of looking over to you, Lynn, um, you know, as, as we kind of look, look to that both as a community, as, as parents, as educators, how, how should we be thinking about screen time as, as we're moving to this, this new, new era? Well, it is a concern. And, um, Teachers have been meeting together via the Zoom platform, which is one of the platforms we'll be utilizing. And I think Leslie's going to talk about that in a little bit, but it can be exhausting to sit in front of a screen a long time and try to attend and focus. And we recognize that our students are human beings. And as teachers, we're going to shepherd and manage those Zoom minutes with wisdom. We've um, understood this all along in the classroom. And so our routines in the classroom have had opportunities for movement, opportunities for breaks, natural transitions, all provide what we know our students need, which is mental and physical change. They need breaks. They need movement. And so teachers are really being judicious about how they use those screen minutes. And um, it's necessary because our kids are our kids are whole beings. And we're not going to expect them to sit in front of their computer from 8 o'clock till 3.30 every day. Right. We're going to steward that time well. And um, there will be some work that gets assigned outside of the Zoom classroom time. And yet even that is going to be shepherded carefully because this is a new season and we're not we're not focusing on output and generating work and generating papers we're focusing on how do we shepherd human beings during a time of transition during a time of stress and challenge while we still maintain um, momentum and focus and learning because the bible tells us to redeem the time 
and we do have time. So we're going to redeem that well. And um, technology, some people say it's a necessary evil. It's a blessing. It's a it's a way that we can stay connected. Like Leslie said, we can we can have face to face interaction when we desperately need it. We were created for community and for fellowship, and yet we're being told that we can't have it because it's dangerous right mm-hmm. now. It's not really it's not really wisdom to to gather in groups. And so God has provided a way for us to do that. And so Leslie, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Thank you. I will. So the we're using really two avenues uh, to to pull off this wonderful online instruction experience. The first is RenWeb's LMS. So LMS is a new word, um, learning management system. Some people um, are familiar with this. Google Classrooms, for instance, is an LMS that people are readily familiar with. But uh, RenWeb, which all of our students already have, uh, the families are already using, a lot of that information is already uh, properly listed and course codes and all kinds of that. So we have that availability and RenWeb will be the portal for which teachers to uh, will provide directions, assignments, projects in a class wall, similar to a Facebook wall. Uh, and there'll be one p- wall per class. And the teachers will be thinking about and be communicating what is required in order for the class to continue uh, in terms of stories and skills, what is highly recommended, and what's optional. Mm. And quite honestly, I know that some kids are probably going to be more excited about those optionals <laughs> right, because right. they're they're really probably going to be really creative and fun. But our desire is that we're going to get kids thinking out of the box and living out of the box and learning out of the box. And also we'd like to get them out of the house and away from the screen. So let me a moment about screens. When are screens bad? Screens are bad when they keep us from interacting with each other. Uh, screens at the dinner table not a great idea. We're meant to be in communion with each other and to be face-to-face. We need that, right? When are screens bad? When we have an overuse or an overabundance of entertaining ourselves to death. If you want some fun reading, read Neil Postman, entertaining ourselves, amusing ourselves to death. So screens are bad when we have an overuse of that. Um, screens are bad when we spend so much time gaming that we're, and we're, and we're, we have our gaming skills on and yet we don't have our learning skills on because, we can't. We, when we overuse the brain in one way, you're going to underuse it in another way. And those gaming skills are actually uh, counterproductive to the classroom because games train your brain to focus on everything. And the classroom change, trains your brain to focus on one thing. And so they will be uh, then encoded to be bored more easily. And that's going to drive parents even more crazy. So don't use games to make, get through this time. It's actually going to uh, shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, so that's when screens are bad for us. Um, but all screens are not bad. All technology is not bad. Edutainment is not good. And we don't want to be about edutainment. So that the LMS is our platform and our portal for getting for helping the course to stay together. The Zoom platform, which people are familiar with, our kids have had their Zoom time with their teachers, uh, that is their platform for face-to-face instruction and relational connection. So the homeroom teachers will have at least one time per week to connect with the kids, just keeping that connection alive. But Zoom, Zoom um, will not be the replacement placement for the classroom. That No one can handle that all day. It's exhausting. Um, but we will do that from time to time, but primarily we'll be using other forms and, and relying on Zoom as necessary. There is going to be a Zoom schedule that will be communicated and your teachers will tell you, okay, this is when you get, need to log in here. And that login will be very easily accessible through the RenWeb LMS. Okay. 
Okay. So, so again, I, I, I really appreciate the, just the encouragement and perspective around, uh, yeah, just thinking about, uh, screens, thinking about how we use our time, um, to, to ensure that, yeah, that we're maximizing the, the skills that God has given us, um, you know, as, as, as both students, um, you know, and, and continuing to, uh, really, uh, uh, be be faithful to you know the 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 family and the childrens that 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 we've been uh, been entrusted to to shepherd. So uh, you know so that's that's really helpful to to have that insight um, as we look to you know continue to grow together um, and really leveraging the idea of of community and uh, uh, really kind of partnering together. Uh, that that is is a phrase that I've sort of kind of had in my mind, Leslie, and I know that you've you you and and others here at, at Covenant have always continued to to talk through that. Is that this is a, a partnership? Mm-hmm. That it's it's not a a one way street. Mm-mm. It's not a, mm-hmm. a solo uh, endeavor. This is a, a partnership. So so as we look to continue to grow and further that partnership, what what are some some things that uh, we can be thinking about? Well, I think our partnership now is about to be stronger than ever. Uh, in fact, I w- I'd like to remind everyone, um, if, if, if they were a part of our school during Harvey um, on August 26th, not a single one of us was thinking, oh, this is going to be great. In fact, this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to our school. Not a single one of us was thinking that. We were thinking, oh, my word, what are we going to do? Uh, and and we couldn't meet, and we um, demoed in two weeks, and then we reconstructed in three, and we were back on uh, and, and after five weeks. And wow, praise the Lord. And, and when we came back, we actually had a new look, and our classrooms actually look better than ever, and we're pretty excited about that. <laughs> None of us thought that would be the end result. And so I want everyone to remember that we're actually going to look back on this time and say, remember? Remember how that was really good? I actually think our partnership is going to be stronger because in the process of this stronger requirement to really depend and collaborate with one another, we are going to understand more about what everyone's family needs are. We're going to be in their home. They're going to be in our homes. And for some of our teachers, we are going to learn more about really how implementing classical Christian education works, and it's going to be better than ever. Um, and Lynn has some thoughts about what classical Christian education has always been about. Yeah, I was, I was just about to ask, because I know that that's, that's uh, I mean, obviously that's uh, in your world, but yeah, what 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 does that look like? What, what do you think about? Because I, I mean, one of the words that comes to my mind is is really just just enrichment. You know what what does that what does that look like? Well, um, this is actually a great um, season for classical education. At the beginning of our of our talk, Leslie said that we often think of technology and classical education as being opposed to one another or as not really being a good fit. But in this season, we actually have an opportunity to strengthen our partnership and to invite. Um, Whole, whole child shepherding and learning into a more primary place in our school day. Um, we as teachers here from 8 to 3.30, we shepherd the hearts of our students. We nurture not only their brains and their minds, but also their hearts and their character. And we've committed to a partnership with, 
with families in doing that. And now, because we're not going to be with students from 8 to 3.30, our partnership in that is going to, to look different. And um, we've already said we're not going to expect our students to be sitting in front of a screen or even at their desk doing written work from 8 to 3.30. So some parents may be saying, what are we going to do? Why? How is that education? Well, classical Christian education has always been more about shaping and forming affections and all about the processes of learning rather than merely settling for communicating information and content. We're trying to train and equip and form well-rounded human beings. That's what the ancients were all about. We're, we're whole beings. We're not just a walking brain. And so um, this time where we perhaps have extra hours or extra minutes in our lives, extra time together in our home is a great opportunity for parents to have a unique impact on their kids' education. A lot of parents have worked and they've I've heard parents say, I, I don't feel like I'm having as much involvement and as much impact on my child's education as I would like to. I mean, I help them with their homework and, you know, I make sure that they have a good lunch, but I feel a little bit limited. I feel jealous of some of the interactions that that teachers have and in that daily training of their heart to love learning and to to love God and to honor him in in their work ethic. And now when many parents, even working parents are working from home um, and kids are at home, it's an opportunity for those parents to come more fully into that place of saying, I am the primary educator of my of my students. Now, we're not suggesting that you're homeschooling. We're here to, to educate your kids and to provide structure and to provide a course for us to walk together. We're not we're not um, passing that off to parents, but it is a it is a unique opportunity. And while we're staying in our homes and practically practicing social distancing, there's a lot of benefits to that. We can look at the downside or we can look at the upside. And uh, one of the benefits perhaps for your family is reviving that family dinner time where we have conversations about what our kids are learning. And now you're going to know more about that than perhaps you did before. I know parents have always said, my kid comes home and I say, what did you learn today? And they say, I don't know. Well, now you will know because we're going to be in your living room. And there's a great opportunity for that to fuel really rich conversations around that dinner table. There's also um, lots of really old-fashioned ways to connect with your kids that used to be habit. People used to sit around the radio and listen to um, talk shows and, and fun radio shows. They'd play board games or card games together. That's really great. And it's also educational. It teaches number skills. It teaches turn-taking. It teaches how do we treat one another? How do we win well? How do we lose well? So it's a it's a great blessing to have this extra time together. There's also some other great uh, life skills. Build something together. There's a lot of dads and moms out there that have skills that people aren't teaching anymore. People aren't teaching auto mechanics, for example, in, in the schools anymore. People aren't teaching wood shop. When I was in school, there was wood shop and auto shop. They don't have that anymore. And so take your kids out. Teach them how to change the oil in the car, how to build something with wood. I mean, you know, I don't know what you might build, a garden box or a birdhouse or a fence. It's a great time for us to teach our, our kids how to cook things, how to sew things. Um, back in I don't know, pioneer days, kids who were 10 and 12 years old knew how to run a farm. They were able to do so many of those skills. And now our children have an opportunity to get some of that from you 
you and I were raised in a time where our parents taught us things and we learned things that sometimes in our busy current culture, we don't have time to do. And now God has given us a re a resurgence of, of time and opportunity to do that. Maybe, maybe I'll uh, see if I can teach my kids how to file our taxes this year since we get a little extra, <laughs> extra time. We do get extra time. <laughs> and believe it or not, money management is, yeah. is important. And yeah. our kids need to learn the value of, of money and how to care for it, mm-hmm. how to steward it, how to mm-hmm. honor God in it. So take some time with your kids yeah. during this, this season. Yeah. So go, go ahead. Leslie. So something, yeah, just to t- piggyback on what Lynn is saying in terms of the, someone might say, well, gosh, you know, I, I don't, you're not sounding very classical to me, Lynn. That sounds very homeschooling. Okay. Well, let's think about that. Let's think about what classical Christian education has always been about. This is a 2000 year tradition. It's always been about the, li- the liberal arts and the liberal arts are seven liberal arts. There are three grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And they might say, well, I'm not, I'm not in the logic school. I'm just in the, in the grammar school, but those are the language. When we think of language arts, that's what it's referring to, the, the, the three arts of grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And so the assignments that the teachers will continue to give will be about building those skills and those stories that make up grammar, logic, and rhetoric. Classical Christian education has also always been about the the arithmetic, geometry, astronomy, and music. Mr. Even is going to continue with the music instruction. It's going to have a different uh, approach because of the the limitations of getting together, but he is already involved in in building that and keeping that alive. Uh, Arithmetic, geometry, and astronomy are actually those math classes that the kids have, and these are the the classical names for them, but the calculus and the pre-calc and uh, geometry and the classes that they have in the upper school and in arithmetic and grammar school, the teachers are going to continue to teach those lessons either through the LMS, through the assignments, whatever they may be. So those things still exist, but classical Christian education, the liberal arts approach is about a fully developed human being who is well-rounded. And they view these these seven liberal arts along with the practical or common arts. So everything you're talking about is the practical arts. And the reality is in our modern world, in our modern time, with so much focus on work, 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 and, and sports, we can't do we can't do sports. We can't do much of anything besides develop this. So let's use this as a gift that, that really is helping us to become more fully human and well-rounded. Um, again, we believe that information transmission is not what education is primarily about. Um, it's primarily about our methods, our habits, our skills, our stories. We've never been about um just content. That is not what we're primarily about. So it's not about, okay, download. Let me get an information download through this video. First of all, the video is not going to be an information download. It's about habits and stories and skills and conversations. So that family dinner hour, yeah, I know a lot of families that have said, I miss that. I remember I grew up with it, but my kids aren't growing up with it. But let's bring that back and let's allow that dinner time to be even more leisurely, let that conversation really sink in. And we actually want to use this podcast as a way to help with that as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a great opportunity to, to really help folks uh, sort of come, come together and have a a common point of, of, again, community and, and, uh, and information at the same time. Um, So you, you, you talked about, you know, uh, uh, you know, considering things and, and you, you mentioned the word gift uh, Leslie. And, uh, so that kind of 
makes me think, uh, I'm again, kind of looking over to you, uh, Lynn, you know, when we look at different situations, you know, you, you can look at it one of two ways, either, either a gift or, or it can be, you know, maybe more of a, either a, a theft or, or something that's maybe not as, as positive. Um, how do you, can you talk a little bit about that? How, how can, how can we, you know, really approach that and, and look at, uh, what are the options that we have when looking at kind of the situation that, that we have? Well, um, trials and difficulties often force us out of our comfort zone. We have to make changes and sometimes even sacrifices. And um, most of us, if you're like me, you're not really in love with change because it feels uncomfortable. It feels um, unknown. And so in that season of change and transition, we are faced with a decision. How are we going to look at our situation? We can choose to view it as a gift or a theft. Is something really being taken from us? Have we been robbed? Is God putting us in a place to to steal from us and to take away our freedoms or to take away our blessings? Actually, no. He's giving us a gift. The global pandemic and all of this language about, you know, um, restrictions and limitations can be overwhelming, can be scary, but it requires us to step out and explore creative avenues to do what God has called us to do. And here at Covenant, we're doing that. We're choosing to lean in. We're choosing to step forward. We will not be, the Bible says, don't be of those who shrink back in that hour. And we don't want to be among those who shrink back. There will be those who do. And yet God has given us a mission to train and equip godly leaders and accomplish that mission we must. And so we're going to explore creative avenues and technology to do that. Um I, I just want to encourage everyone, myself included, to not focus on all that we've lost, but look for the blessing that God has given. God is giving us a blessing, and we have to choose to see this new adventure as a gift that we're still unwrapping. It's ever-evolving. It's an ever-changing landscape. We have to continue to go, okay, where's the blessing? So we're going to keep unwrapping that gift because there's beauty and treasure hidden inside of it. There's a sweetness in it for our families. There's a sweetness in it for our kids if we choose to look for it and to unwrap it. And we're going to do that together here at Covenant. And we're glad that you're part of us. We're glad that we get to do it together as a community. And I think, like Leslie said, I think we're going to look back on this time, maybe not tomorrow, but soon we're going to look back at this time and say, wow, that was really hard, but it brought about some sweet fruit and our families were strengthened. Our relationships with our friends and our community at Covenant was enriched, and um, we're grateful. Wonderful. And keeping in that um, mindset of, of this is a gift, not a theft, and that we're all in and leaning in, I want I want to play the teacher and give two assignments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two assignments. I, I thought I was going to get out easy. So no, no, two, <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. assignments. Okay. So I. As we've as we've had our Zoom conversations, and as the classrooms have had their Zoom conversations, what everyone keeps walking away from is, it, it felt so good to see you. It felt so good to hear you. It 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 just was the closest we could get. And so I'd like I'd like this podcast to be the closest we can get. I'd like to hear from all of you. I'd like to ask that families would do two things. Uh, one, um, share with us how you're using this time how this time is enriching your family life. Uh, how are you using it to bless your neighbors? Um, maybe maybe you can't and you shouldn't um, go up and say, hey, can I visit with you? Um, 
old elderly neighbor, um, but maybe your kids could practice their letter writing skills and pop it in their mailbox and let them know, by the way, I sanitized my hands before I did this. Uh, whatever it might look like, maybe there's yard work you could do for the elderly neighbors. My elderly neighbors are a little bit scared to leave their house right now, and maybe there are things we could do. Just do it unless they're the kind that get mad at you when you cross their lawn. Don't do that then. Uh, but I'd like you to, to share those with me. And here's where um, I'd like to ask Michael to share how. So I want you to share how you're using this time to love your family, grow together as a family, be enriched, and or love your neighbors. Right, absolutely. So uh, just about everybody has a cell phone, uh, which means that you have a mobile uh, audio recorder. So what we'd like for you to do is, uh, yeah, as, as Leslie said, those those things that you're doing and, and want to share with us, if you can go to the voice recorder in your phone or uh, uh, some type of audio recorder and and just record a, a 60 to 90 second uh, audio clip and, uh, and you can share that with us. You don't have to be in a professional uh, audio studio to do that. Just just somewhere where where you think we'll be able to hear you well. And, and yeah, just just give us a little bit of, of insight, whether that's uh, from the perspective of a parent or I would even encourage uh, students. If, if there's something that, that you'd like to share, feel free to, to do that. So you can record that audio clip and then you can email that to uh, Leslie. So leslie.collins at covenantcypress.org. And what we'll do is we'll, uh, as those come in, we'll try to get those and uh, see if we can't put some of those on the podcast uh, moving forward. And we'd like to put as many as we can on because we'd like to hear from as many of you as we can. And I think um, I've heard that a car is the best place to go because it's soundproof. Um, yeah, and absolutely. You, you may not know what to look for in your phone, um, and, but I bet your teenager does. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, my, my boss has a funny saying. He's like, if you don't know, ask your kids or grandkids. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. So the second assignment is uh, we as a school gather at lunchtime every day at 11.52, the alarms go off and we go out in the courtyard and we have this wonderful time. Uh, very few minutes, uh, but the whole entire school gathers. And um, it's not actually good social distance, but we don't hold hands, uh, but we can't gather now. And uh, we every month we have a different prayer, either from the scriptures or a prayer that has been passed down through tradition. And this month it has been St. Patrick's Breastplate. And I'd like to make that available to you all through email and, and just send that out. And um, the kids should know it. They we, we started it early in March and right before the break. Um, in light of, we we would have done it anyway because we are lovers of St. Patrick. He, the Irish did save civilization. If you don't know that, this is a great time to read <laughs> How the Irish Saved Civilization by Thomas Cahill. Uh, fantastic book and available in audible format. Um, no, I don't uh, do adverti advertisements. Yeah, I was like, wow, are but you I, getting... <laughs> but I am a junkie uh, for audible. Um, anyway, so the lunchtime blessing is a wonderful tradition that we have. I'd like to hear you go into your car or go to a place that's, that will sound good, not too um, full of um, live sound bouncing off of your tile, uh, but go in and as a family or maybe as a group of, of a small group of the children, um, say that lunchtime blessing aloud. It would be such a delight to just hear your voices and have everybody be able to hear that and say, oh, those are my friends. This is, I love that. Teachers will be asked to do this. Just send those voice memos to me um, through email, leslie.collins at covenantcypress.org. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and I would I would say that uh, yeah, having everybody in the car not only for the uh, the acoustic uh, benefit, but probably also uh, just to have the family maybe get out of the house. I know that folks are are 
sometimes uh, inside the almost the majority of the day. So uh, so that'll that'll be great. Uh, but yeah, we we absolutely want to use this podcast as an opportunity to uh, continue to keep everyone connected um, as a community and uh, to also be able to. Uh, share, uh, as Leslie said earlier, you know what what we have going on because uh, while we might be separated um, physically, uh, you know, obviously uh, emotionally and and um, and spiritually, we're we're all together. So we want to use this as an opportunity to be able be able to do that. So sorry, let me. Um, I yeah. forgot. I forgot. As sure, a teacher, Lynn, yeah. I I wanted to throw in. Um, we all know that books are great and that reading is great. And most of our students already have a love for books and have a love for reading. And many of you in times um, of spring break or Christmas break have taken advantage of our local libraries, but now those are closed. So um, we want to encourage you once you've exhausted, or even if you don't have your own book collection at home, we're going to be um, making some information available available to you about when we'll be opening Covenant's library. We've got a great resource here. We've got um, a great amount of wonderful books, and we're going to be scheduling time to make that resource available. Um, so watch your email for that so you can bring your kids up and let them check out books and return books. And um, it's a great way to keep that love for reading and that love for literature going. That, that is a really good one because I know a lot of public libraries are, are closed. So that's a really great resource. I'm glad that you you mentioned that, um, Lynn. That's really good. So great. Well, uh, I know this has been a little bit longer of, a, of an episode. I know normally they're, they're a little bit shorter, but uh, there's a lot, obviously there's a lot going on. And, and uh, as a, a community, we definitely wanted to make sure that uh, that you all had not only the information, but the, the knowledge and tools uh, uh, ready, ready to go. So we look forward to getting uh, those uh, voice memos and and audio clips from you all, and uh, and know that uh, as a community, we're all praying for and with each other, praying for a community, praying for a community at large, our nation and 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 the world. So uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Patriot Podcast. Been speaking with Leslie Collins, the head of school here at Covenant. Academy and Lynn White, the Director of Instruction. So Lynn, Leslie, thanks so much for talking today. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.